When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. AT&T Fiber presents a straightforward moment. Your wine. Thanks. I'll pretend I know what I'm doing before saying it's good. And I'll pretend I don't know you're pretending. Are you a gagillionaire? Yeah, I have AT&T Fiber. The straightforward pricing has inspired me to be more straightforward. Me too. Ugh, this wine. I'll fetch you a better one. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. I'm going to kick this episode off with a little bit of a cold opening to explain the show. Today we're doing double shots. That's double shots of rock from new artists and new songs or classic artists that happen to have new albums out. So we did a ton of these in a long session. So this might be a three-parter. And it's also a three-parter because we actually came prepared for this episode, notes, facts about the band, things we basically never do. We just basically talk and go on tangents and end up uh, inserting songs around the, uh, along the way that we talk about, bands we talk about. So this time we wanted to keep it on script, but of course, as soon as it starts... Baco asked me about a Queenstrike, Dokken, and Eddie Trunk, quote, comedy act concert I just saw. So <laughs> instead of talking about new rock, we start talking about bands from 30 plus years ago. But it's podcast gold, I tell you. Because of the fact that it's a lot of talk right in the beginning of the episode, we're going to kick it off with the latest track from The Last of Vegas. Their album comes out March 18th, and it's called Bloodthirsty. Enjoy.
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, along with the great, the flammable, the incredible Baco. How are you, sir? I am well and extra flammable tonight. Well done. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's been a while, right? Yeah, well, what, at least a few weeks. No longer than that, huh? I think it's been two months <laughs> since we actually recorded. I think yeah, we did, yeah uh, you're right. Last couple we did, uh, we did a... Uh, a double shot of Guns N' Roses, two episodes, right? Correct. It was delicious. It was. It was. And Got a lot of good feedback in that, by the way. Some uh, some people, uh, like friends of mine that never listened, actually checked it out. So, no, that was nice to see our Facebook. You know, we're 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 smaller podcasts, but we're definitely building. I think we went up like forty likes from that episode alone, and and tons of listens. And we're just glad that that which percentage wise is pretty huge. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And, you know, it's good. I think we brought a couple more people to the fold. Actually, one of them I'm about to mention in a second. But uh, it's one we, of the few ones I've gone back and listened to more than once. So. Yeah, it was, it was really fun mixing it, too. I, I love doing it and just uh, rediscovering those albums. But <laughs> anyway, and, and fighting, kill me, lose. fighting, <laughs> fighting with you. I'm sure you like the little clip right in the beginning, too. That was hilarious. I loved it. Why don't you just kill me? Yeah, for those who don't know, that was a nice little treat for me. I didn't know that was going to be right at the beginning. Yes. So, well, anyway, that. so we're going to get back into it. And before we do, I want to uh, send some thanks out. We, as a podcast, we have some some minor costs, but they are costs. And, and all of them are not listed on this, but... There are several podcasts out there that have a service called Patreon, and most of the time it's like you donate a dollar per episode or so much per month, and it's kind mm-hmm. of like a subscription fee. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of podcasts do it that way. Decibel Geek does it. I've heard many other ones do that. And you know what we decide to do is, is we're not looking to make any money on this. All we're looking for is we have a fee of 150 bucks per year for using SoundCloud hosting. So right. essentially what we did is we just – it's right on our Facebook um, page and the link's right there. Um, basically, as soon as we hit 150 bucks, we'll shut up about it. You'll never hear us talk about it again. <laughs> but you can donate uh, tiers of $5, $10, $15, or 20 And why don't you break down what, what our, our loyal listeners will, will, will get with those level of donations? Yeah, sure. That. No problem. Um, at the uh, $5 tier – uh, you'll get nothing <laughs> at the uh, $10 tier. You will also get nothing. But if you go to the $15 tier, you're still going to get nothing. Now, actually, the, the, like, like, like you said, we're really just looking to cover the hosting fees. Um, uh, it, 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 it took loose a while to explain to me that we were going to collect money and I wasn't going to get any of it and for me to accept that. Uh, but once we got past that, I kind of got what he's going for. No, look, we do this for fun. It's just it, it costs a little bit to keep it up. Uh, and if you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you threw something in there. It'll send you good karma. I will say this: if you donate a thousand bucks and cover the next decade or close to of uh, <laughs> of our hosting fees, um, you can hang out with me for a Viking game. We'll watch it together, and uh, you'll never come back to my house again. <laughs> okay, excellent. I'll, I'll add that on there. You can you can do whatever. You can actually just donate two bucks, four bucks, eight bucks. It doesn't matter. But but we've already got some donations so far. I want to say thanks to Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro at Decibel Geek. They're donated uh, ten dollars. We got um, thanks, some, guys. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we got uh, Tommy Royale who donated. $15, and he came out of nowhere. I've never seen him on Facebook or anything, but he, I messaged him, and he said he was brought in by the Guns of Roses apps and just 
absolutely just been been going back <laughs> and, visitor and, yeah oh shoot killing me um all right let me do that again damn it my dog i think you should leave it in it's been asleep an hour and now she just awakes <laughs> for no reason it comes in my my studio damn it what can you do oh, i had it all planned out okay wife's, got, wife's, <laughs> wife's daughter Huh? I had it all planned out. I did. She ruined it. <laughs> she did. Damn meddling kids. All right. Well, um, I know it's been a while since we talked, and so yep. this may be a little deeper into your memories, but uh, I know you went to see Queensryche and Dokken down at the uh, the America's armpit, the southern tip of America's penis. Yes, correct. Yeah, so I'm in South Florida, so I'm near the bottom of the uh, the schlong, and <laughs> there's this, this venue that is my... It's my utopia. It's called the Pompano Beach Amphitheater, and it's about a 2,500, you know, amphitheater, and the most random bands lately have, have been coming down here. Ones that I, that I definitely wanted to see, and ones that are like, there's somebody, there's a promoter that definitely likes 80s rock bands, and because we never, as, as we, I always bitch about the bands that come to you, correct? Correct. All right. So... You know, I've gone to a few, some Kicks, Elegons, Slaughter, Lita Ford, Motorhead, Anthrax, and then this one was, like you just said, Doc and, and Queenstrike. And it actually landed on uh, February 27th, which happened to be my birthday, and I thought, what better way <laughs> to celebrate... Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. What way to better celebrate my uh, my birthday than with two bands who, you know... <laughs> have have not many members from the original band and also haven't had anything relevant in 30 years, right? Yeah, fair enough. Well, doesn't Queensryche have three of the five? Three of the five what? Uh, members. They're only missing the two most important ones. Yeah, something like that. Like the, the two songwriters are gone. Right. All right. So right now, you know, any Queensryche fan's uh, head is exploding with these comments so far. But <laughs> but the point being is, is, listen, it's still, I was like, you know, Still Wait a second, is there not a divide like there is in KISS, like fans that support only the new and fans support only the old? There's actually, they all support uh, whatever. I, yeah, I guess. Well, the, all right, I'll get into it now. But, okay. But there's a, there was a hidden surprise that you may not know about that opened for the show. It wasn't just those two bands. It was another <sighs> opening act. Do you know who it was? Well, of course, but uh, I'm going to let you do the honors here. Eddie Trunk! Of course Eddie Trunk was there in South Florida for no fucking reason. <laughs> now, I want to make sure you understand this. He often is like the MC at these uh, things at the Hard Rock Casino down here. Yeah, and, you uh, told me that. It's right. like, what? He's there all the time. Must be like the same promoter. Yeah, I, I don't know. But he is, he's always hawking his, you know, his uh, whatever that book is called, classic rock book and, and whatnot. Yeah, hold, hold up real quick. Yeah, go ahead. No shit. His booking agent is out of uh, St. Paul here. Huh, okay. But it's called ARM, ARM Entertainment. And, uh, I mean, they handle all those bands, whatever Rad is now, Queensryche, Great they White. Do. That must be why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, carry on. Yeah, so, you know, usually he just comes up there and says, my name is Eddie Trunk, here's this band about to come on, and uh, go buy my book after the show. That's his usual thing. But this time, though... Does he ever hang out and sign anything? He does, Am I yeah. getting ahead of you? Right. No, no, I mean, no, not at all. I mean, he's the, at these other concerts, he always says, like at the Hard Rock, he says, meet me at the Hard Rock Casino Bar, and I'll be signing books after the, <laughs> the show. And what happens is what I've described in, the, in the other times, it's not a very good system. He shouldn't do it that way, because at the end of the show, I've completely forgot about him. I've had three beers like that, or four, whatever. I've had a bunch of drinks. Sure. And at that point, you go like, hey, let's go fucking do whatever it is, and you forget about him. He probably has... 
you know, if he's right there, like in the halls of the, uh, like near the exit, that would, that would make more sense. Yeah. So anyway, so this time though, he was actually on the bill. It was advertised as Eddie Trunk, Dokken, Quintrek. <laughs> He was, that was like after. I was so like, when you're seeing I chart, he was at the bottom, <laughs> right? He, he was he was on the bottom, but he was actually listed like he was a, like something that would actually oh my God. make you. It would bring you to the concert. Like you know, Doc and Queenstrike is there, but <clears throat> Eddie Trunk's opening. I should go. And the only thing in my mind was, what do you think I was thinking about him him opening? What would be your questions <laughs> about like what do you what's he gonna wear? <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't actually a question, but but uh, yes, he. Oh wait, he, he was doing a Q and A. No, that's that's what I'm expecting. Oh. Okay, you were thinking maybe it's a Q and A, right? Maybe he's okay. he's doing. Oh, like I'm thinking, like what's actually Eddie Trunk going to do? Yeah, I mean he's on the bill, so obviously he's not going to be like <laughs> here's these bands. Like he has some kind of act he's going to do. A strip tease would be awesome, but <laughs> I doubt that's what you got. No. But but and I was like, oh, maybe he's going to do stump the trunk and get some people there yeah, earlier, okay. or do something that's in his, I know you're going here, yeah. his skill set. Okay, so he hits the stage and comes out in his um, his his stage outfit, which uh, basically looks like uh, is the same outfit that I wore this weekend when I was putting down mulch in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, he is uh, quite the snappy dresser, but uh... yeah, not like not like we're uh, amazing dressers ourselves. But this guy looked like, and he looked like he fell asleep in a shrub. I mean, he just looked like he just woke up. He, I think, he just dust, dusted some leaves off himself, and 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 there he was. And well, I, even on that metal show, I mean, although I have to say, what you're describing sounds worse. Um, you know, he just kind of has that slobby. I'm not aware that there's a camera here mentality. Like, <laughs> I, I, I wear this to radio. Why not for television? He doesn't get that. The you know, but carry well, on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, anyway, so that that's here. Anyway, so, so he didn't take one question, and forty minutes later, finish answering. Oh my it, god! No, thank it. God he was on there for he was on for twenty minutes, and instead of doing things that he is, he has you know whatever your opinion of him is, but obviously you're a DJ, you have this. Like if if we were to go on stage, I know I would fail miserably because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna because he tried to do and what I mean by that is doing he attempted to do stand up, okay. What do you mean, like jokes and stuff? Yes. Okay. So he got. Come on. No, listen to this. So he got up on stage and he decided that instead of doing whatever he is used to doing um, on that metal show or on a show, he decided, I'm going to tell a story that is supposed to be funny. And because that is not really in his his, um, talent area, he decided to tell a story about two people. He he started to tell a story about people that are funny, or at least somewhat funny. Jim <laughs> Florentine and Don Jameson. Okay, and he told a story. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down. And Does actually, he know those guys? Huh? Does he know those guys? Oh, very funny. So he decided to tell. Hey, he just, it's not that hard. All right. He decided that this is what the audience wants. Okay. He, he decided to tell a story that goes like this, and I'll just tell it to you. It'll take about thirty seconds. Okay. Hey, I know these guys, Don and <laughs> and uh, Jim, and for their audition tape for that metal show, he started bitching about the fact that it was canceled, too. That was his, his start. Um, do you have any comments about that? Well, I mean, what was his bitch? 
Just the fact that, that, you know, VH1, this is one of the only things that ha- they have that's still music, and then they canceled it, and they got put on some other shitty reality I, I show. I like the show. I, I wish it was still on. It'll find a new home. Um, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be some, like, some well, um, version of VH1 online. didn't really do original programming for the most part. The VH1 classic, I mean. Yeah, and don't, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I watched the first couple seasons of it, and I enjoyed it. It got a little um, repetitive near the end, and the guests kept getting a little shadier, uh, to my opinion. But... But yeah, over, I mean, the guest made a lot, had a lot to do with it, but exactly. But okay, so he he tells a story that goes like this. They he said Jim and Don send in. I, I vouch for these guys. and said I got to have them on the metal show. So they send in an audition tape, and I, you know, I sent it on to the producer and said, "Here's this guys. You know, I'm sure this is their little comedy routine. Here you go." And he said he never watched it. He just forwarded it on in an email. Um, and the lady calls back and says, who, who are these people? I can't believe you sent this to me. And so it was a video of Jim Florentine completely naked, and he was in his hotel room and decided, because Don was filming, to do uh, an upper decker. Do you know what an upper decker is? <laughs> yes. You do? Okay, that's when you take a shit inside the actual tank of the toilet bowl, right? Yep. And he said that, that basically they did that, and... Um, uh, uh, some of the fact that when they flush, the turd comes actually into the bowl. <laughs> okay, so that was what it was. But this this took a long time to tell. And I'm yeah. thinking this is what you're starting the show with. Okay, um, kind of went nowhere. And well, hey, it, devil's advocate here. I mean, he was getting paid and flown in. I, what I guess now I'm probably I think we're probably on the same page. Like, don't bother flying any trunk in. It's you're. You're not going to sell extra tickets with him here. I just didn't see like, the value. I know he's right. He's, now that he's, part he's, of the, view, he's but, a spokesman but, for Hard Rock but, but and all from that. From his kind of point stuff. of view, what what is he supposed to do? I guess I, I guess I don't know. I, maybe he odd. should just. It was yeah, just. It, it definitely is weird. I I think I might have been uncomfortable sitting there listening to that. But. I can tell you though that it was like, it, during his routine. Unfortunately, there was. I mean, if you <laughs> wanted to, you could you could hear crickets. It was it was like watch it was like watching a bad speech where you're kind of feeling bad for him and everything like that. Um, but anyway, that was that that was that started off, and I was like, "This is great already. This is exactly what I this. This is what you know, I was expecting." That's one of the weird things that you and I kind of share in common. We almost root for the train wreck in some of these situations. And, I do, and that's um, that's coming on in a second. Even that was right. just the beginning. Okay, that was <laughs> the engine. The motor's starting, starting, starting to get, it's start, starting to get on the rails. It's going around the corner, and the first thing it does, it starts falling over. And and I'll tell you an example. So they they um, the little engine that could. So so then here's the breakdown. Uh, they go all right, everybody. Oh, that's why the Eddie Trunks intro. What, what do you think Eddie Trunks intro for Dokken was? Come on, you know what it is. Are you ready to? Rock with Dokken? Get rockin' with Dokken. Okay. <laughs> so then, then he leaves the stage, and then there's, you know, you would think right when he says that, what would happen? Well, uh, they would come Dokken on stage. Come on. <laughs> okay, so then there's like five minutes, and you're like, what the fuck? No way. Oh, yeah, there's like five minutes. So they didn't but, even say like, all right, we'll sit tight. They're going to be out here in just a few minutes. Anything like that? No. It was, it was like just rockin'? like... You dock in and you expect like, you know, that I'm come out and like kicking ass. So five minutes go by and then all of a sudden they go, oh, they go like, all right. Somebody else is like, here's docking. The band comes on out and everything. They start, you know, start riffing and everything, not going into a song yet. 
And then they keep looking around, where the fuck is Dawkin? <laughs> Don's not there. They do this for about two minutes. They're, they all look at each other and say, fuck it. They all leave the stage. All three guys. The band goes back out because Dawkins is not coming out. And they're like, so then they have to start that again. They come out again and he comes out. He's wearing this long, like, leather coat that, uh, and his, I think he was back there because his wig was off. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't on because his wig still looked a little off when he came out. It was fine. Listen, well documented, he's, by the way. He has uh, full, he's full disclosure wig wear. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Right. I mean, it's all good, but I think that was what it was. He was like, yeah, I can't get it right. He came out with like a, a red, you know, a red uh, cup. I think he was arguing with the promoter to get a hundred more bucks. <laughs> so I'm anyway. not going out on stage until you give me hundred more dollars. So I can summarize Dawkins like this. They come out and Dawkins goes to the, Don goes to the, the middle of the stage and basically, you know, you've been to Chuck E. Cheese before, right? <laughs> yep. Okay, so he's basically like an animatronic, those things on stage <laughs> at Chuck E. where they just slightly move uh, the arms I left and right. I where you were going. Okay, and, and then that's pretty much it. And the, the coat was on. He would move a little back and forth. His vocals were, thankfully, mostly buried. He could not hit anything um, high uh, up. He's been shot for a long time. Oh, it's really bad. And, and you know, I, I like, and I should say, I like uh, Dokken. I mean, I, I went. Oh, they were one of my bands, man. Right. So anyway, so, I, you know, I went there and, you know, um, but the band, first off, is is on. I can't remember his name, but the guy, the, the replacement for, you know, their, their new George Lynch. Is it John Norm? They've had so many. I don't know. Who um, the it's a guy that's also, I think, the band's lawyer or something like that. But he's also oh, had to have changed. But I can just tell you this: Did they have but, Reb Beach for a while too? Sure. But, Whatever. Carry on. I'll look it up while you're doing that. Yeah, but but essentially, they the band was tight, very tight. But of course, the weak link was the who was the, the drummer? Um, same guy, Wild McBrown. It is him. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I guess it's two out of the four because the okay. the bassist is not Pilsen anymore. No. He's uh he's a douche by the way. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. All right. But the band was on, they played like 10 or 11 songs and but unfortunately the vocals were whatever. So that was that. So but he, at one John point John Levin. Yeah. So at one point Don goes, "Hey, uh when he actually decided to talk to the crowd, he goes, "Hey, let me let me uh, hey, uh let me tell you about this coat." And uh I don't know why I'm doing this voice. But he goes, he goes, he sees his coat. He goes, goes, this leather coat. I don't know if you recognize it. And he paused for somebody to go like, I recognize that coat. And like, nobody has said anything, of course. Was it from Beast from the East? No, well, it was, it was from the, uh, in your dreams video is what he said. He's like, this is from, you might have seen it on MTV in about (laughs) 1985. He goes, this is the same jacket. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, I'm glad you like the jacket. But so that was that was the docking. But then the next thing is is uh, and all I can say about Queen Shrike is I've seen them one. Have you ever seen with Jeff Tate before? The original? Yeah, many times. Really? So you're a fan? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I, I mean, musically, I checked out probably. Well, Empire is okay, but really, Operation Mindcrime was the last great record by them. I agree. Um, and, and and the stuff that came out after Empire was I don't know. Scotty. I don't even remember. I can't name songs or the even album titles. I, I really was onto other stuff at that point. All right. Well, I've always for Queen Shrek. I've always had a you know I call them Queen Shriek, Queef Shrek. I mean, I, first off, I like Queef Shrek. To to this day, I still can't. 
Like if there was if I was a spelling bee and they said spell <laughs> spell queen strike, I'd be like, that's it. I fucking I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Because I I've, I've written that down so many times, but every time I do it, I fuck it up. So it's among the all time worst band names ever. Oh, by far. I mean, it's, that would suck so bad to like. What if like all the guys that kicked Jeff Tate out of the band are actually really cool guys that really dig it, but like. They got a. That's the only marketable thing to them is that name. God, just, <laughs> that's right. Quickly on the Jeff Tate note. Did you see when he was on um, uh, that metal show? Shortly after he was basically kicked out of the band. This was during the the Vest era. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, uh, you remember you you heard about the whole spitting on the that's drummer? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about that okay. stuff. It's crazy. Did you see when they asked him about it? Uh, it was one of the. I mean, first of all, I'm not, I don't know the guy, so I'm not even sure how to read this. He's like, well, historically, uh, spitting on somebody is a major sign of disrespect. 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 And uh, I think uh, that was the intent. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. Okay, you're, what do you mean you think? You're the guy who did it. <laughs> I mean, no, you you I can't even say, I was pissed off. That was a dick move, but he's a dick too. Whatever. I don't even get what you just said. Are you sorry or not? No, it's 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 a whole soap opera. Awesome. But but the um, yeah. So in summary, because we're going on this a little too long, but but in summary, the Queen Strike got on, and they were they were Queen Queen Strike. I mean, they were the the band was tight. The replacement singer, I don't even know his name. Do you know? Um. Yeah, Todd Latour. There you go. Yeah, I did. He's know a douche that. too, by the way. Huh. Well, you know, he did, you know, he's a dead ringer for his 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 vocals and everything. It probably sounds better than Jeff does now. And yeah, he's just still a good singer. Yeah. Oh, he is? Okay. But anyway, so it was, but it was definitely more energetic. But uh, I just realized that I really only, but the only thing is they, they played a lot of new stuff and they really only played, I think, two songs. I My buddy actually said they weren't allowed contractually. To play anything off of Operation Mindcrime because that was the name of of Jeff's band. Now he said that he owns the rights to only yes, play those songs, yeah. but it's not true because they they play they played. Oh, you can play anything you want in a band. Um, well, that's he owns I... the name and the marketing angle of Operation Mindcrime, and uh, you know, I mean, it, I don't know. Right. I'm not a freaking copyright. Suppo- suppo- supposedly that they they said that the, that he wanted to own. The rights to play those songs too, and I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, God, I hope that's not true. But no, so basically, we decided that today we're going to do double shots of new music, but we're going to kick it off with. And, and you know, you're picking, you're picking the first one. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to play two uh, a, a Quintrike and a Dawkins song. Oh, that's our double shot. Gotcha for the, for that one. Right, right. Okay, so we well just do I... that. Yeah, I'm not going to subject people to four four songs from a, a from a not new band.
Sorry, Baco. That was a nice what thirty minute intro <laughs> to the first double shot. Yeah. Ugh, oh, my back hurts. My goodness, that's a lot of talking. Well, you know the reason we can do that is the fact that, well, there's not much to say <laughs> about these new bands, is there? No, I mean, uh, you know, we get exposed to the music, but um, uh, you don't really have the history that you know. Like, I mean, shit, you know, we've been following Dokken and Queensrÿche for the bigger part of our life, but can't say the same about the next band. Yeah. And the whole thing about the the show when it started was, you know, we're supposed to feature new music with newer bands that have the attitude and hooks and melody of, of classic rock bands. But the challenge there is there's nothing really to say about it because they don't have, I mean, half the time, most of the time, I should say, you don't even know who's in the band. Uh, Because it's just a different, you know, they don't have the promotion of old and you don't have the history like you just said. But here's a band that is one of the, what do I like to to call the the bands that are on these big fests, the ones you don't know? Oh, you're talking about the seeing eye chart, the the bottom? Mm -hmm. Do you have a special term for those? Yeah, no, it's the seeing eye chart bands, basically the the bottoms. They're at the back side of your T-shirt towards the bottom. (laughs) On the left-hand side, under the armpit. Yes. That's their 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 place. Well, I always like just start going under Spotify, seeing if I can find something I actually want to purchase. Actually, and, a very good tip for anybody who wants to learn how to or find new bands. Oh, absolutely. Uh, That's how I found the majority of the ones that I've played in the past. So, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you 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 basically finished my sentence. Yeah. So one of them that I'd, I'd heard of, but I really never gave a listen to, is a band out of Akron, Ohio, called Red Sun Rising. Now, when you sent me the list of these bands, we actually we started talking about this a few weeks ago, if I recall right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, most of the stuff was on there. Uh, this is the one band I got a chance to check out. And I listened to the record that has, um, well, shit. It's called, I, I poly, it's called Polyester Zeal. It's a weird These are on the title. same record, right? Because I swear these songs are the ones that I, I, I was going to flag. I know Amnesia was. I don't remember for sure other side, but... Um, they had like an EP or something. They only had like one or two songs. That was the newest thing. Okay. And this was the album back, if I recall. This is from. Correct me if I'm wrong. Last, I'm, I'm not on at least on Spotify and iTunes. The only thing I've seen is this one that came out in mid 2015, I believe. Anyway, okay. um, this one's called Polyester Zeal, and yes, the uh, tracks. This is tracks two and three on it. If that helps you for the um, for the names, but essentially. My impression of this band is the first one I heard was was Other Side, and at first I was like, okay, this kind of sounds like Alice in Chains, but as soon as it hits the chorus, it sounds like Shinedown, like very okay. big chorus. He kind of sounds a little like, um, what, Brett Smith? I always forget his name. That's it, Brent. Brent, Brent Smith. Brent Smith. And, and it sounds like, the, now what I mean by it sounds like Shinedown is it sounds like the Shinedown Not exactly Elvis Presley. Yeah, I know, that's not a very good name. But, you know... And, and I was like, huh. And at first I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. And then it started growing on me. I started really liking his vocals. And I was like, this is basically how Shinedowns should sound like now versus what they've become. And Amnesia, I mean, I can't get that chorus out of my head. And that, that is a, a great song. And that one definitely is, is Shinedown-esque. I'm pretty sure I like it, but I think I forgot it. What do you mean? Amnesia. <laughs> But a dum bum bum. Okay, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll add a drum roll there. Hey-oh! But yeah, I, mean, I I don't know anybody in the band. I I know they're from Akron, Ohio. I know that they're playing on the, all these AEG fests. You don't know crap you give me about the way I pronounce certain words. Akron. Akron. Did I say Akron? It's Akron. Is I'm it pretty Akron? sure. 
I mean, I don't know what it's like. I'll, in look, I'll look up the uh, um, phonetic pronunciation. <laughs> I'm not from Ohio, so, but I should know that. But anyway, so the point being is that it actually, for some of these fests, when I was like looking at these saying like, ah, I don't want to go to this. And there's another band I'm going to mention too down, down here. Actually, a few of these that kind of started selling me to go to them like Northern Invasion because it kind of filled the gaps. You know, when you first see them, you're like, okay, I know these Wait, Red Sun Rising is going to be there? I think they are. I might be wrong. If they're not, they're not, they're one of the few that are not, that they seem to be in almost all of them, all the uh, ones around. But um, yeah, yeah. three festivals lined up this summer. I should actually start looking at who's going to be there. (laughs) That's probably a good idea. So, okay, man. So why don't you intro it? You said they're from Akron? <laughs> Whatever you are, you don't even Akron, need to do that. Akron, Ohio's own right. Red Sun Rising. Let's kick it off with some amnesia. Don't forget the song. And Other Side.
All right, well, um, so we're back from the other side. How are you doing, Luce? I'm great. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Ghost, I guess. Uh, how Is did you... Ghost or Ghost BC or what the hell are they called now? I think it's well, just it was Ghost and then it was Ghost BC because of some legal thing, and I believe they've gotten that uh, figured out, and they're back to just being called Ghosts. Fair enough. Um, how did you first hear about these guys? Um, well, I knew that, that scene with... Um, what is it? Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze, the, <laughs> where, they're for, where they're forming the clay. And I just heard, I heard about that movie, and it just wasn't what I expected when I heard about the band. <laughs> okay. Um, you, I was in a Borders Books. Do you remember those? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Well, they had a magazine that I think it was, ah, oh, fuck, maybe AP. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Um, they were on the cover and it, I, I just, you know, they had that Pope guy with the skeleton makeup. Um, and, uh, I just couldn't believe like, you know, I, I was, it was, I gotta, I actually have to admit, I, I kind of laughed. I'm like, I have got to check this out when I get home. <laughs> right. And sure enough. Uh, I, they're, they're like hypnotic to watch and I'm watching like cell phone quality videos and actually looking for the next song and that, I mean, this shit is garbage. Anyway, there is this shitty fucking club in that's not even open anymore in St. Paul, but it was here forever. Um, I've actually played this place. That's what. That's how shitty it is. Um, and and they were playing <laughs> that's how you there. Ju- that's how you judge it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If if I've played it, it ain't that big a Your deal. Your self worth is amazing. Yes. Um, uh, anyway, uh, it was like Overkill used to play there every three months. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes it horrible. Continue. Anyway, uh, so they were playing there, and then they canceled, and then they came back, and I sh- and I again it was just out of perverted like curiosity, and so I went and I fucking loved the show, um, and there's like a guy next to me yelling "Hail Satan" and I don't know it was just a good time <laughs> overall. Anyway, I got the CD after that, and I loved the first record. Um, you did, and then like okay. Dave Grohl did an EP with them. That isn't bad. Uh, it's it's all cover tunes. It's called like "Have You Got Ghost" or "You Got yeah, Some Ghost." Yeah, do you have Ghost? Yeah, that was the cover. I can't. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then they their last record before the one that's out now. So whatever their 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 second full length. It was a little operatic, and I didn't care for it as much. But apparently, um, I'm missing something on the new one that I, maybe I need to check out. Yeah. Okay. So so I I've been a somewhat Ghost fan at least that I now they know their music for about <laughs> a month. I mean. I knew of them, and I was just like, Ugh, it's just, just. I mean, how would you describe it? Is it goth, or I don't even know. Um, it's kind of, you know, yeah, it, it's something that, like, some of it reminds me of, like, Blue Oyster Cult or some kind of. Yeah. With yeah. That, that kind of thing where it's, you know, it's, you know, the Satanist stuff is a joke. You know, it's all oh, yeah. part of an that's act and all that stuff. Of it, though. It's part of the think, fun. Go ahead. I don't think they're trying to put something over on people, you know. No, no. Maybe and, not. you know, but I heard. I guess the first album that I heard that I like uh, scanned through was the second one, and I found it horrible. And I was like, "This is this band." I'm like, "What a joke!" They, they, you know, they could be kick ass or like something that. like that. And and uh, it did nothing for me. Then I then I heard that they won a Grammy, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Maybe I just need to take a look at this. I guess. Did you see is... their Grammy uh, red carpet interview? I was gonna say, did they show up in those outfits? They did. Um, he <laughs> did. He did that. not wear the um, the pulp hat. But other than that. Um, well, it was a formal I, event. You know, I encourage yeah. everybody to look up uh, Ghost Red Carpet uh, video. <laughs> you like, know what? It is how they should all be. 
Okay, well, let me do this. I'm, that's going to be one of our image, our main main image for the, the episode, possibly. Is there like a still? I'm sure there's. There I'll, has find, to be, I'll, yeah. I'll find a picture of. of, of it is. Oh god! They they asked him like how like to talk about their outfits, and he's like, uh, "Well, it starts up here at the neck and uh, goes all the way to our shoes." So you know, I paid them no mind. I thought it was kind of like a gimmick, like Kiss or Alice Cooper or Marilyn Manson, without the the music that I would I liked. And I was like, "That so whatever," but you know, like you just said, the Grammy. I was like, I gotta at least listen to. Not that a Grammy means anything anymore, or ever has, but it just got me interested so i put on their latest one that uh do you know how to pronounce it no Me- melioria Melisoria. uh melissoria Billy i know goes to the dinosaurs do right whatever it is the melia or i don't i don't know what it means but but i put it on and the first song that i i just skipped my, I, I have this thing where i think that usually the best songs in the album is track two or three i don't know if you've heard <laughs> It usually is like the, the first one is like sometimes it's great. So I went to and I listened to Pinnacle, to the Pit, and then oh, fuck, this is another vocab word. It's like it's C I R I C E. Cerise. Circle. It's not <laughs> circle. There's no L. So it's like it's like sir. It's not no. That's not that, that, that's not even close to circle now. But anyway, it, it that's the second and both of these songs just kick fucking ass. So. I told uh, my buddy Rob, friend of the show, and I said, you got to check the, this, these two songs out. He listened to them. He's like, these are kick-ass. And then all of a sudden he shot me a, a text over the weekend and says, I'm watching a ghost concert on YouTube. He goes, it is amazing and fucking hilarious at the same time. Yes, I, I go, yes. I go, you have to see it. And I go, why? He goes, because he goes, he talks. He goes, they'll do these, you know, they're on stage, they're, they got the devil masks, you know, the Pope is running around, they, they're, they're tired as hell. I mean, he, he's like, they, they sound great. He goes, but then he stops after a couple songs, and when he talks, he sounds like a combination of the Swedish chef and, and, um, Adam, and Adam Sandler. He's kind of like, kind of like, hello there. You know, have you ever have you heard him talk? I mean, it's his his voice. It's the yes, same kind no, of thing. No, they're from Sweden. I know, but he, he even has a, a, a goofier even accent. Sure, I've seen him live. I heard him talk. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I, the red carpet interview. You you gotta see. It. I gotta see it. But no, it's it's the same thing as like if you just all of a sudden saw. Gene Simmons sound like Mike Tyson talking. There's just a, like a, there's just. <laughs> I can't believe you made that analogy. That was perfect. <laughs> I have actually weird. heard that before, like, uh, but it's way too obscure. Yeah, okay. Just, just, just it's not worth the story. That, that's fine. That's fine. But anyway, I've never heard anybody else say that. Yeah, it's like you know, like because like you're all tough and badass. It's like, hey, it's going on. Yeah, like I'm talking like he has helium or something. But it just it just <laughs> breaks the can. show. I think they shouldn't talk. But the only reason they talk, I guarantee it, is because it's fucking hilarious. There's no way that they're, 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 they're. That's they're, what I mean. I don't think they're trying to put anything over anybody. I definitely got the feeling that they were in on the bit. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's like it's like Spinal Tap or whatever. But yeah, I'll definitely check out the first album now. But yeah, I saw that it was pretty much universally panned by yeah. fans. The first um, record? No, no, the second one. The second. Oh one yeah, that, the second one. Yeah. Okay, that was the one that I heard, and I immediately dismissed them. So I will check out the first one now. But um, you got anything else to say about these guys? No, let's kick it off. Let's play some fucking Ghost, man. Damn straight. We're gonna do a double shot, a pinnacle to the pit. And a song I, I can hardly Sarici. pronounce. Sarichi. 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 Hey.
Right, we're back from a double shot of ghost. So we're gonna move on from Satan. We're gonna move from Satan to Canada and the band we're gonna talk about. You know, before we go talk about that, you know how we had that episode, two episodes actually, about the explosion of bands with the word black in their name, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Lazily, lazily, they use the word black. Well, there's been a new movement, and that is the truck movement. We've got a uh, Trucker Diablo, which is a band we featured on the on the show before. There's Truck Fighters. There's one I'm forgetting, and there's the one that I'm about to talk about called Monster Truck. And Sebastian Bach likes to say Mother Trucker a lot. Ah, okay. So the, again, keep on trucking. The, these are it's <laughs> keep it's, on truck. Keep on trucking. But you know, silly name, definitely a silly name. But they have uh, they're pretty much like a classic rock sounding band. Think like I love the name. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Cool. Yeah, we definitely differ a little bit when it comes to band names. What was that one like? Uh, oh, I'm going way back. I, let's keep going. I, I won't remember it, but it was one I loved. Crud. I love crud. <laughs> you thought it was stupid. Just I love no, Monster Truck and these Canadians with their freaking, I don't know, uh, what's that called? Uh, Tom something donuts. What's the what's the oh, fucking donut oh, coffee oh, place? Oh, Tim yes. Hortons. Yes, yes. Yeah, Tim, Hortons. Tim Hortons and being afraid of the dark. That's right. I, I don't know the dark thing. But anyway, we're going to move on. So uh, they had an album two or three years ago that was pretty solid. And the, the single for this, though, was out for, I don't know, three or four months prior. It was It's called Don't Tell Me How to Live. And this, this is just a kick. By far, that's the standout on this album. There's about 11 tracks. And, again, you can kind of throw, like, um, I would say Blackstone Cherry, things okay. like that. This kind of has a little bit of a southern vibe but just revved up and the production on this is excellent so southern canada yeah southern southern canada there, there's a lot of, you know they have that sound and so don't tell me how to live is the standout but the first track is great too and it's only about two minutes and it has a hilarious name it's called why are you not rocking question mark. And, at, and at two minutes you cannot go wrong you cannot no this the song is kind of like a i'll call it um Hello there, Big ladies. Stroking? Like no, nah, oh. like like uh, <laughs> like hello there, ladies and gentlemen. By Cheap Trick, you know, kind of a nice intro. Oh, okay. Or um, uh, hey, ho- we're past ho- the truck. Listen to our record. Two minutes are up. Yeah, like a uh, hello hooray by Alice Cooper. That kind of just like welcome to the show, Psycho Circus. That's the kind of uh, opening song that it is. So, you know, like I'm saying, I don't really know that much about this band except I really like these. Two I know songs. Jesus by Jesus Chrysler. Self-promotion. It's fine. By the way, Baco's in a band called Jesus Chrysler. (laughs) You can find them at Jesus Chrysler. Okay. Okay, okay. (laughs) But we've got uh, uh, Monster Truck. Their album's called Sittin' Heavy. And we're going to play Why Are You Not Rocking? And Don't Tell Me How to Live.
All right, loyal listeners, we've come to the end for now. This is actually going to be a two-parter. So before we go, we want to recap the bands and track names and albums that they are from so you can go out and purchase them and support real rock and roll. So first we started with Dokken, and it's off of that version of Just Got Lucky is off of Beast from the East. We've also got Walk in the Shadows by Queenstrike off of Rage for Order. Red Sun Rising, the album is Polyester Zeal. The two tracks we featured were Amnesia and The Other Side. Then we did Ghost with Pinnacle to the Pit and Sriracha, if that's what you, Sriracha, however you (laughs) pronounce that. And then we had, we ended with Monster Truck with Why Are You Not Rocking and Don't Tell Me How to Live. So, see you soon. And remember, rock's not dead, it's hiding. And you found it. Well done. We thank you people for being around. Supporting for me with love and hellfire. Defender we give. You're all about the sisters and a baby.
AT&T Fiber presents A Straightforward Moment. Your wine? Thanks. I'll pretend I know what I'm doing before saying it's good. And I'll pretend I don't know you're pretending. Are you a gagillionaire? Yeah, I have AT&T Fiber. The straightforward pricing has inspired me to be more straightforward. Me too. Ugh, this wine. I'll fetch you a better one. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 